0: Welcome back to Deconstructed, uh, today we're going to be talking about Heroic and I'm here with my normal partner, partner in crime, we're actually here together this time, uh, mm-hmm. Harry Nero Richards, yes. uh, we're here in Paris and it's really good, what are you, what's your thoughts on Paris so far?
1: Uh, honestly better than I thought, snails are nice, snails are actually nice.
0: Although I haven't tried
1: them yet. You actually haven't? No, not yet. Yeah, well, it's like a chicken nugget, but more garlicky. A
0: chicken nugget? Yeah,
1: like a really chewy chicken nugget. Honestly, that's about it.
0: Well, there you have it, guys. That was deconstructed today for Snails. Um, thanks for watching. No, but so we're talking about Heroic. Um, heroic probably since ooh, like a couple of tournaments after Cologne. I can't put an exact date on it, but realistically, probably being the best team in the world. Um string of runners-up finishes, other than that, it's typically yes. always play offs apart from one blip. Um they play one of the most exciting brands of Counter Strike in the world. So let's begin with their play style and what you think that brings to Heroic.
1: Well yeah, it's the Nice Nick talks about this a lot. It's the it's the thing of they're so active that they're just better against underdogs because you see a lot of the international teams, they're based around the individuals, and then with Heroic, they're like one of the only teams left, really, who they're not about the individuals anymore. Like, CS has gone so much towards the international, but then Heroic is still there, just five Danish guys, who probably wouldn't, like, maybe a few of them would get into, like, a top international team, but not not really.
0: Probably Shush and Stown, right?
1: Yeah, Shush, because he's good at his roles. Stan probably just would make it because because of the the value he offers outside so server but individually wouldn't be a star player in like a phase or a G2 no. like he just wouldn't be so that's where they're an interesting team to talk about because it's not really about the individuals unlike everyone else and and it's Cadian it's Cadian's team it's Cadian's system like Exist is there but it's it's very much a team in Cadian's image and I I always call them the Jürgen Klopp I always do that because because I mean not yeah. only do they yeah. yes which means I like Cadian so so it's literally counter pressing. Number one, it's literally counter pressing. They lose some space somewhere and then they push somewhere else. They, they they are constantly, it's not just reacting, they're being they're doing it at the start of the round as well. But, and it's much more nuanced than people talk about like the heavy metal counter is what people used to call Klopp heavy metal football. Klopp's, then Cadian is like, we literally said this to Kadian at the RMI He's like, yeah, but I think we've toned it down a little bit. And it's the same with Klopp. Klopp hasn't done heavy metal since like 2016. And it's the same with Heroic. They're, they've got their style, they still have it. They're still different to every other team, even though nine are maybe like a budget Heroic, honestly. Like the way they play is similar, like active and stuff. And then that's kind of, that's kind of where you're left with. It's the, it's the team that's the system and that's why they're interesting. But where it falls down is when, you know, in these, in these clutch moments, maybe the system isn't always there, honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, if your pieces aren't firing, one that falls apart because i guess it's kind yeah. of high risk high reward in one aspect you know if you're gonna push yeah. these other parts of maps and there's just someone there who's gonna kill you know, quicker
1: like well that's the difference is that they do it like a lot of teams have the the pushes you know like everyone has like an aggressive player or two but the thing with heroic is they do it so coordinated that it just disrupts like a, if you just call a regular default against a heroic ct side you just lose like you have to be like knowing what they'll do and take things set like in a different way and I, it's why it's so good it feels like all people struggle against heroic it's why it feels like individuals struggle against heroic like they sh- because even the best players in the world can't shoot two of the top 50 players in the world at the same time like it, it's hard to multi-kill heroic and that's and that's where they are they're just the best traders they're the best they're the best ct team in the world i think pretty easily yeah. G I mean, two probably T they're
0: kind of defines the matter of ct side right it's...
1: yeah people are becoming more like a
0: proactive is kind of the word that it's the correct word but it's the word that gets thrown about a lot and it's also it kind of feels like a way that they're so proactive and maybe it is down to the fact that it's a national team rather than an international team but it feels Mm -hmm. like something that other teams they just kind of can't recreate like maybe an individual can maybe someone like a hunter and g2's excellent in a Mm mid-round but it's it's so proactive and also reactive in such a successful way that like you just can't like you can't recreate it, right?
1: Yeah, that it's it's completely unique, honestly. Like it's it's in an we're in this era of just all these like I was saying, like all these international teams and they're the only one left, really. Like Vitality aren't French anymore. Like even Liquid just like every everyone plays the same style with the same roles and the same like weight of where they put their star players and things like that. Like and then the heroic who have Cadian, like, they're the only... They're the only good team without a good offer, And Cadian is a good offer, but, like, without a great Orpah, I mean. Like, all of... The, like, there's the big five in this major. It's Zywu, Brokish... Uh, Zywu, Brokish, Simple, and... What's... Manasi, obviously. And, and then it's Cadian. Like, the the reason... It's actually more impressive that Heroic are this good than any other team, I think. They're, they're, they play the best Counter-Strike in the world. That doesn't mean they're going to win every tournament, but it means that they've got the highest floor.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean their floor is very, very high, but I think a lot of that does come from the fact that even himself with like being not distracted by the IGL role, but having to hold up the IGL role. Um Cadian is just a very impactful player and I think if you compare him to someone like Prime Fallen, for example, it's kind of like it's the same thing. There's a reason that all five GLs kind of died, kind of fell apart because mm-hmm. you didn't get enough impact from the gun. But still, Kadian manages to consistently find that impact to the fact where you know a lot of people say you can't you can't succeed at the top without a top war It's why maybe Ents had to get rid of Hades. It was proven wrong in an aspect, but Ents mm-hmm. had to get rid of a different style. Yeah, indeed. of course. The ENDS had to get rid of Hades and, you know, people question Liquid with OC. I mean, we, we do. Um, but Heroic, because of their playstyle, like, it just doesn't matter. And that's really impressive.
1: Mm, and it's, it's this thing where they're the number one team, but they're like the placeholder team. And I think it's, it's, a, it's a tricky thing when you talk about the Heroic style in that way, because we're talking about a team that, you know, they're, they're the best team in the world, but no one thinks they're going to win the Major. And that's just such a weird like thing to have, and it's, and I think it, it's as much as we can praise the system and everything. It's like, the it's they're punching above their weight so much every game they play against these top teams. Like they're winning gunfights against the best players in the world, and that's because of the system. Like they're like we did when I did those graphics, the visualizing um, for the for the major. Like we did twenty four graphics for each team, everyone's utility score because like we did. Like it's basically how good you are at flash assist and utility damage everyone because of heroic looked dog shit like everyone was like 50 out of 100 and heroic were like 90 but then everyone else just looked way worse
0: but does that mean that
1: they're the only ones who can do both people
0: they, maybe actually they're not a placeholder maybe actually you know of course you, you these international teams like we've seen it with vitality now once we saw it with phase for half of, mm-hmm. we've seen it with g2 for like a couple a couple of months when these international teams are firing, like you can't...
1: They will beat a team like Heroic, yeah.
0: Because they exist as primarily firepower, not to take away from their tactics, of course. Especially with of character. But... Like, do you think that that means that people end up actually underrating the players in Heroic? Because, like, you know, like Stan, for instance. Like, people are talking about him as being potentially one of the best ways in the world Shush has really good aim um, Yabi has proved himself and I think mm-hmm. Tesla's has too so do you think people underrate the individuals because of their system?
1: I think it's it's the thing where maybe because of the system maybe because all four of them are quite quiet like they're not they're not it's kind of like the Shiro Axel thing but not quite where they don't really KD, it's KD and KD and KD and KD and for press and things like that and I think Stown does probably get rated about right because just on a pure eye test like he doesn't he doesn't headshot people even as fast as like yabby like he he's he's very much the cerebral player he's the second caller he's he does all the IGL shit that every, that he's in the same roles as like all of the other pack IGLs like he's probably most of us are like apex in his roles like with, with a few more rotated positions since things come in um and then that's kind of where he's at, and it's like, is he the best Danish player? Probably not. Honestly, I think he's maybe the third or fourth. I think it's him and Yabby third and fourth. I think Device and Blame are for both better than anyone in Heroic.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, look, I'm a bit of a Device fan, but you are as well. Obviously. Yeah. Device is the best Danish player of all time, and realistically, he's probably still the best Danish player Blame F I'll always be critical of you. Less so, um, I think if Blamef became far more aggressive than he is, he's not only the best Danish player. I think he's probably a top five player in the world. But it's... and that's what I will admit that other people won't.
1: Yes, and it's it's the thing where Blamef just kills so many people, and I and Stahl honestly doesn't really like he's. He's the only one in Heroic like if you talk if you think about the roles like refresh talked about it as well like all the rifles have exactly the same role they're all like if you're lurking you become the entry because if you're just there then you're the entry like everyone's expected to do the same stuff the same be as good at trading and everything else but and then the only one who trades more than he has traded is Stown. Stown is set up to be the star player in a way the others aren't and I just it's it's tough to think about but he's actually as much of a beta as blame efforts is yeah because he but not in a, not in like a literal he's getting his teammates killed thing it's just as in his role is to trade his role is he throws the nose and the executes and then he trades that's his thing he's the he's all he's always the first, he's like because it's heroic obviously he entries quite a lot anyway but he's he's in the pack always and for people who are in the pack that much he doesn't do that much entering i think because he really is set up as that star player, and I like, honestly, I think he, I think he's probably the one who would need to step up more if they were going to win this major, for well, example. So this is this is he's not a big game player. What That's
0: i to push one to. Um, I'm not sure if you'd agree. I would say for a while that it potentially hasn't actually, despite the setup, felt like Stone was a star. I think in you know, big games recently, especially in what he does in mid round, a lot of the times. Potentially Yabby has felt mm-hmm. like the star, or at least the most impactful player. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to bring up the whole the big game aspect of it and so if you think back to Callo, Stown was the lowest rated player on Heroic. That, yes. with their system, and it was what you just said with him stepping up for them to win Paris, which is kind of unacceptable.
1: Yeah, I mean, he had a really good rear It's we gotta we gotta acknowledge he had a really good rear. Um But again, in the final, he dropped off, and and it's a trend. It's a trend. I think the article I did it was it was him and Nico. They were the two two highest. So I think stand drops from like a one point one five, one point two zero rated player to like a one point zero five, one point one zero in playoffs, and that's like you're just you're just a good player at that point. You're not a star player. You're not. You shouldn't be in these conversations with Blaemeth and Device. You just shouldn't. You just shouldn't. And that's within Denmark. Like, there's so, so many players in the world who, who would have Stans' roles, and if they were Danish, like, like, even at this tournament, we can see how individually good like a loads of these players. Like, even like, even You're the like players on such
0: a strange name now, aren't
1: you? I I, I nearly did. I nearly threw out no, some do awful name. Do it, do it, do it. But you've got all these explosive rifles man. Like, even like I'm Game Allegian. I'm not saying they're better than Stan, but know. I'm. Uh, she really said I'm oh, to me in Denmark. Okay. What? Uh, but I don't know. I, I don't know, honestly. Maybe that's changed I since. I
0: don't know.
1: I just got him. Just got here, of course. Uh, and then, you know, JL. I'm going to say JL. These a yeah, these, the, these riflers, uh, if they were born in Denmark, they're, they're on this team. I don't care. And it, it's it's that thing where the thing that Denmark does really well is they train people up and Stavn is clearly... Because Stown's aim is nothing like crazy for Tier 1 CS. He's just that cerebrally good that he's become the star player in the best team, the best team in the world. He's the star player, the best team in the world, and in an aim training map, he's probably not even top 100 in the world, honestly. And you've got to credit him for that, but I think in the big games, I think maybe that does come back to haunt him a little bit because he's still getting himself in these positions. He's just not killing people.
0: I mean, like, he certainly still has some games
1: yes he's still positive obviously match. he's still a very good player
0: yeah I mean like I kind of agree right you know when it when it comes to these big games it feels like what you're actually looking at in a hero- when it's like oh Cadian got three clutches mm-hmm. like Cadian matched one of these or- <clears throat> sorry Cadian actually matched one of these orpers or like Shush was like an immovable object mm-hmm. um no, Yabby, mid round, ended the round. Like Tess is running out, getting headshots. It's it it, it never feels like the conversation is about stone and I think that will always be heroic's fatal flaw.
1: hmm And it's it's hard to look past because he obviously like it's always cading, cading, cading for the system, but Obviously, Stan's a huge part of that. It's it's when Kadian, it's the Kadian Stan duo from 2019 that built this team, and Stan is obviously a huge, huge part of all of that. And it's and it's just that tricky thing where he's still young, he's still young. Maybe it's it's just experience. Like there's been lots of the best players of all time who struggled at first in big games. Like, you know, yes, look, like, and and but the thing that got Device out of that rut was the system was so good that you couldn't mess up. And I think it's. And the thing with Stan is that as we praise the system so much because, of course, you do. Like, it's just so visible on an eye test. And it, and it, it's, it's, it's hard to know why they're losing these finals, I think. Uh, because you can say Stan individually, but but it's the whole team. The whole team are like... I think only, only Yabby was, uh, like, even respectable on that big game players thing. They're, like, in the finals of every playoffs and then their players are just lower rated than they are in groups, all of them. Like all of them shush wow. has not great big game stats either um and it's and part of that is because they're so good at group stages that they just like they'll 3-0 every swiss um, but there's there's more to it i think there's more to the big games thing
0: hmm?
1: will they free-o this one? Phase-o? if they beat phase they're 0 so easily Okay. honestly that moves up a fat
0: part because i don't disagree i just wanted to get your opinion
1: that like the, the opening matchup is the only thing that will ever stop them yeah um, which is unbelievable, by the way, because they go 3-0 and then get phase in their opener. Like seeding is great, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know where the Stan conversation honestly leads us because, I don't know, because it's it's so hard to know if it's a time thing, if it's. A, I think he's. It's, it's hard to see him mechanically improving.
0: I think with Stan, it's it's very much a case of once heroic get over this runners-up run, I felt weird to say. But when they get over that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, when Astralis got over that, when they became the best team in the world, it was no longer a thing of, like, oh, X-player, you know, if you look back at uh, Atlanta, it was like, it's no longer like Kiev yeah, yeah. got through the major final. Mm-hmm. It was... The team. It was the team, and also it was Device. Device was there, he was still doing the business. If Heroic get over that, they win this major, they go to Spring Finals. They fucking win that. You know, I, I honestly don't know if they're in Dallas, but maybe they win that. Start off CS2 well, if that's when we move into CS2. I think if any team's going to start off well, it will be them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, if Stown then is a key figure in these big games, that's when you look at it and it's like, okay, Stown has gone over that, he is now... Like mm-hmm. this is where we have the conversation with him, playing of device. If that doesn't change, that's when you look at it and it's like, okay, Stam's not the player. We pretended he was. He, or we thought he was, rather. He fits this system. He's integral to this system. But what matters more is the pieces around him. So let's let's move on. To one
1: of well, I was going to say this. This is the thing with the thing with Roke like their uptick recently like as much as they've they've probably been the most consistent team since Stockholm like if we did a ranking yeah. for all of that they're far and away they're, they've, they're the ones who've been at playoffs at all of these events just every event just playoffs and it's and it's the thing of why are we now talking about them as the best team in the world when we didn't before and I think the answer is Yabby I think Yabby when Yabby is Turek's best player they look like they can beat the best teams in the world and it's crazy because he was on Copenhagen Flames and he wasn't even Like, people didn't talk about him like this then and I think it's he's he's just adapted so well to the Kalian system and he's like we talk about Stan as the maybe the beta, but Yabi's like like it's hard to define the roles of heroic, but Yabby's the lurker. He's the one, he's the late round guy and and he's just so good at it and it's and it's so hard to think about him in this way because it's we've also so used to being like heroic winners team, blah blah blah. Because when Stan was their best player, you don't talk about him in the same way we talked about Yabby at Katowice, probably. Like Yabi was like walking towards that MVP until the final where, you know, Hunter just snatched it because he's just so good in those big games. Like and I think a heroic in Paris where Yabi's playing better than Stown isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think if Stown can be that secondary caller, the like the third best player on a team, second best player on a team, like that is completely fine. But what we're looking for from Heroic to win a trophy, I think, is Yabby playing like he did in Katowice throughout the whole tournament. And then you can have you can have Tessus be the sort of, the kind of supportive, you know, entry on T-side, anchor on CT-side. You can have Shush be the modern will just multi-kills every time you go to his site. Like, you can have that as the supportive cast and Cadian getting 25 flashes a game. That's fine. If you've got both of your riflers actually popping off. And I and that has been the blueprint this year that's why they're getting to these finals and I think Yabby when you watch Yabby you can see that he's got that extra mile that maybe Stan doesn't
0: well so this is the thing with Yabby right so Yabby joins just before Cologne last year they fucking bomb out of Cologne mm-hmm. and when you just looking, after winning
1: a tournament of Refresh as well
0: yeah so you're looking at that point you're looking at Yabby you're looking at the Copenhagen Flames roster and you're thinking mm, you know maybe Heroic maybe Heroic won't put the the wrong member of Copenhagen Flames not sure who else did suggest honestly mm, yeah. but not sure so. when you look at it and how really poorly they played um, you're thinking maybe but then it's also the first event that just didn't get a honeymoon period whatever very quickly once they slotted him into the system and I spoke about this with him earlier it was just a case of finding his spot in the system he didn't even feel like he had to adapt tier mm-hmm. one like you know you'll hear a lot of players come up from where he was and it's like oh you know it's a little adaption because like you know tier one players they always play high percentage they don't go through this peak they don't go for that peak gabby yeah, was just like no no just like i just got it mm. like i yeah i, I started in and i think that's something you can really tell because i remember like a couple of games on like 30 uh Tato where like it's like And late round, Heroic are eggnacking, maybe it doesn't look like it will go their way. And suddenly the Observer switch to Yabby. Yabby's just walking through me. He's just, no one knows he's there. Like, I mean, they probably did, they're probably shitting themselves because they don't know where Yabby is. (laughs) And he just, he just runs around. And I I agree with you, I think for Heroic to win here, it's going to be because Yabby is consistently finding the space to do that. And I think... Maybe, if he's doing it tomorrow, against FaZe, just a side note because we're recording it now, the night before Legends, <laughs> um, if he does that against FaZe, I think we'll get a very good picture very quickly of what level of heroic we're going to see. I think if they come out all guns blazing, because bear in mind, like, FaZe have played challenges, and people- Normally buff. People will say that is a because you know you wound up, used to the studio environment, all, all this. If he comes out and he's like ready to go, ready to do that, he's he's finding these players. I think heroic instantly go from like one of these four, five favourites. It still feels a bit strange to include Navi in that, honestly. A lot of Playoffs,
1: would. every event. Yes, yeah, of course. Last this game, major. But There's reasons.
0: Unless NPL plays like you did with the RMR, they don't stand a chance. But anyway, um, hmm. I think for me personally, they go from being one of the favourites to, okay, this is the time when, like, when it gets the final, it's not going to fucking matter because yes. this will be when they learn. You can't, you can't always get second. Even TSM didn't do that. They were semi finalists a lot.
1: Well, more events to be fair to them. More All events, the chances. yeah. But yeah, it's it's it does feel like a, a matter of when. And I I do worry that maybe CS two is gonna ruin this because they're the best they've honestly it would be so perfect if they won this major because it feels like low key they've just perfected CSGO. Like I don't think you can play a better style than they currently play. So hold on,
0: hold on. I've gotta pause for you a second. So you think CS two might ruin a, a Danish team? No offence. Um, Danish people when it comes to CS Fucking
1: freaks. If mm-hmm. anyone's
0: going to figure out the best way to blow up a fucking smoke,
1: okay, m- maybe it's that's. Going. It's like... Lazy narrative. Lazy narrative. But it, it's. No, but it's
0: fucking true. Yes. No, as in mine was a lazy oh, narrative. Oh right, yours was lazy. Um, but it's the.
1: It's. I, I just I just think it'd be perfect if they won. I think um... I think this is what Elliot said, as he Twitter famous. Um. So what he said is that. Heroica, they're Manchester City. If there was a thirty eight game league season, they would win it every year because just over a big enough sample size, the pressure's different, all all sorts of things. They'd be they their system is so good that they just eventually win. Like expected rounds, whatever the fuck. They would just they they're that team that over a big enough sample size would win. And then in C S we just have tournaments, tournaments, tournaments. It's always single elimination. There's always a chance when you play against a simple or a Xyru or like because it happens in the Premier League, like you'll, you'll, like when, uh, when City win the league, they normally still like. Well, recently it's not been the case, but there's games where you just you just lose because of individual brilliance, and the, uh, and the difference is that over 38 games that doesn't happen consistently, and with heroic, it's, it feels like they get to these finals, it's like such a visceral like feeling, like we're in a final, like this is the moment. In the league, you wouldn't have that, and they just they just win every time i i generally think that
0: do you think i i i agree entirely but do you think maybe i mean some of these finals maybe they've been looking like outsiders was that a
1: blowout that was awful
0: yeah 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 but outsiders were like come on those fuckers ain't doing that again g2 cat home they haven't looked like that since mm-hmm. um i can't even think off the top of my head what other ones well,
1: it was vitality area the second vitality yeah. And they did beat FaZe, it's it's easy to forget they beat FaZe at full finals. Yeah. Like, that was a game that FaZe would always win, you'd think. Like, the most clutch team. They beat the most clutch team in overtime. Like, that felt like a turning point, and then they sort of reverted. And I think maybe the home crowd, maybe... There's lots of things it could be. Didn't
0: you write an article saying home crowd advantage doesn't exist?
1: It doesn't really. It doesn't really. It, it, but, but that's because when you analyse something like that over a large enough sample there's there's times like there's there's home teams who aren't really home teams you know like that article would include heroic at full finals the year before when everyone hated them and was booing them as home favorites like it's it's um i think for it, it completely depends on the depends on the individuals and i think for players like i think heroic who is so used to being hated Like, just walking out and actually feeling that appreciation. I think Cloud9 at Dallas was similar, honestly. They're a team that, like, they don't have a home crowd. They don't have a home crowd. Like, it's Na'Vi. Na'Vi are the the people you like, and then Cloud9 are just kind of there. And then in Dallas, it was all the NA teams got knocked out, and everyone loved Cloud9 and Cloud9 won. I think it's the same thing with full finals. Astralis weren't there. The Danes just fight for, like, well, fuck it. We like Heroic now. Whatever. Forget about everything. The valid reasons they didn't like Heroic for. And and then you see that extra burst from all the players you see how well they play when, when they have just that slight release of pressure and and at this major they're not going to have that they're just not going to have that if they play against a team like because it's weird it's it's so hard to do this narrative properly because against Fury they're like they just always kill Fury in Brazil they've done it twice the, every, like even Simple was choking against Fury in Brazil and then Heroic turn up and just completely shut them down and and it's hard to know why. Then in the final, that's not the same thing. It's why it's not the same thing that's happened. And it's—I'm sure if you ask any of them about it, there'll be so many different factors going into it. And it's—and it's what will make this time different is the question. And it's honestly, I—I I think they only win the major if they get a huge overperformance from Yabby, like we said, or like someone like Kadian. Whereas because you went outside, won the the major. Is JM MVP like the best event of his life? One point some free rating.
0: Cloud nine. Skadoodle.
1: Cloud nine, Skadoodle overpowering. Yeah, it's. it's. If you're. Because the heroic aren't underdogs, but in terms of what you're looking at as win conditions in a final against against one of these international teams that's playing well, I think for a win condition, you probably do need your offer to step up more than maybe. Maybe above above Caden's normal level. I think I think you probably do need that because this playoffs, if everyone survives the legend stage, it's so stacked. Like there's no, there's not going to be an easy game. Like you've got really scary underdogs that could qualify. You've got a, the big five. The big five teams, and then below the big five, you've got like Fury or Liquid Ants, who are all very capable of being anyone. Anyone really. right now. Yeah, I. Was... <laughs> I, yeah I, I think in a one-off game yes and in a one-off game I don't know I don't know it's Like, like Kindar can be good over a series whatever I think they're they've got so much experience it's like I'm, you can't see them going past top eight but if they did beat like a choking vitality or something like would you be mega mega surprised uh, I don't know I don't know I think every team is I think there's a clear big five and i probably put Haroq Right near the top of that, and then below that, there's lots of teams who could surprise me on the day. I think, is is how I would put it.
0: I think it really depends how Swiss goes, but honestly, at this point, I'd be surprised to see Liquid in playoffs, I'd be surprised to not see Ents in playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, really, of those three, you just have uh, Furia, Furia, um depending on what furia we get yeah very easily could be in playoffs mm-hmm. I another mean, one of three teams to be in
1: that'd be good for heroic on a scene if they drew furia or something
0: good Na'Vi it's really hard to not see them in playoffs but I Yeah, I think they're, there's they're a world playoffs. I do think there's a world um phase, there's a world G2 heroic vitality nailed on they're all in playoffs I think
1: nine. Yeah, I was gonna say that the, the that's the top like eight by like, ranking and all of that. But then, like you've got teams like nine, Monty, like all of these, all of these underdogs that. Okay, well, the, the teams aren't used to, and it's a Swiss stage. You can't prepare for your matches as well as you want to. Like your analyst is doing, just staying up all night watching demos. Like that's how Swiss. That's just how Swiss works. And and I think I can see these international teams fumbling in Legends in a way I can't see heroic. I think heroic hundred percent guarantee playoffs when like I can see G2 Vitality and FaZe all choking and losing. It's like a twenty percent chance, but it's a twenty percent chance. I mean heroic I d- just the system is what prevents that. And then in playoffs it's it's you need you need to have something that counters those international teams. If those international teams survive, then it's it's hard to see heroic winning major. It really is. So So we'll
0: get we'll get back to that point because I've not looked yet and I'm wondering whether you have. In challenges, if we had OG, Mouse, Nip. OG, Mouse,
1: Nip. Nip qualified.
0: What
1: was it for? Uh, what, international teams? That were mean? like
0: in that 14
1: group of dev, OG, Mouse, Nip. And... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Not what important.
0: Was it, was it Ent? It was Ent.
1: Maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the six to eight seeds. Yeah, yeah, it was okay.
0: Ent. Okay. Uh, I haven't looked. You know, phase. Mm-hmm.
1: Heroic G2 Vitality? Are they in a little mini group of death this time? Not... No, it's. Um, it's okay, so, so uh, Phase of. We well, went 3 1, so they're like 9 to 11, or I can't remember exactly. Heroica, like 3rd or four. It's, it's just shit seeding. Yeah, it's shit seeding. Oh, okay. it's shit seeding Heroica actually have quite a high seed in Phase, have a really low one, I think. Okay. And same with Vitality and. Who's Vitality playing? G2? Yeah, Vitality G2. Vitality G2 is okay. another just seeding fuck up because of the way the RMR is panned out. Cool.
0: So that kind of kills what I was going to say but also it doesn't matter that much I can't see a world where Vitality G2 Heroic aren't in quarterfinals I see a world where that French crowd doesn't matter for shit in case in case in fact actually that could impact Zyru more because like Zyru's a lovely guy he's a really good player But by his own admission, he is not a superstar. He has no interest being a superstar.
1: Well, he is, unfortunately.
0: And I interviewed him today, right? I haven't told you this yet. He said to me today, "I don't even care about winning this major because I'll have CS2." This guy.
1: How do you know how good he is at the game? you know how good he is at the end? How how is he not just winning everything?
0: I know he's good, right? And I was wrong. I'll hold my hand up. I was wrong. He doesn't necessarily bottle big games. But I don't think he has the mentality to make sure they win big games Mm. in a way that someone like, you know, the obvious comparison. Simple. does. Now, I don't think... I don't think Simple I think Simple does I don't think Na'Vi has what it takes to win this major I would not consider them a favourite I think FaZe absolutely fucking could absolutely mm-hmm. G2 obviously absolutely could Heroic. I think no I actually want to say Ents could I think it would be quite fitting for the last CSGO major to have an under best Danish IGL of course um, last evening. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm
1: famous. I first read it on Dust Two DK, to be honest, but it's fine.
0: I won't speak on that. Um, but so, I think, genuinely putting it out there now. If I was a better man, which I used to be, and I'm not anymore, for don't bet on the amount of throws in the game.
1: Um, oh, you know, I never even knew you did that. That's really insane. Bad, really, really that's bad. insane.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Go on. I think
1: Heroic will win the major. Thoughts? Okay, so I think it's like... I really, really want them to. I really want them to. Right. If I could choose anyone, it would be them. I just don't see it. I mean, I just don't see it. I think it requires too many things to go right. Then who wins? I think it's literally just about who catches fire between Phase G2, Vitality, Navi. I think if any of them catch fire in a way that
0: you think they they can, you
1: yeah, yeah, I don't. Even, I don't think Navia probably being still underrated. Must be. They just make playoffs every event, and Simple Electronic are just really good. They're just really good. I bit. I'm not as high on bit as a lot of people. Um, You're understandable now, to be honest. Yeah, like it's. But I was never that high. Even, even even for a while, but... e- yeah, I, I was a bit early on the bit. Bit not being as good as 2021 made him look and. And that's, uh, it's but, but it's it's, it's not even a thing with heroic about. I I I still think they're favourites. I think if I had to make odds, they would be my favourite. like when we did power rankings, they were top of my power rankings. They're the best team in the world, and I just I would be surprised if they won. I think it's everything we've said so far, and I just think it requires a lot of things to go right. And I think there's more. There's a higher chance one of those teams just catches fire with like G2s, fragging power, phases, fragging power, clutch power, like even vitality. Like I think people are still underrating how good Zo's been this year. And I think Sphinx stepped up and okay, we can we can talk about how much Dupree needed to overperform for them to win in, in Rio, and it was a lot, like it was a lot, a lot. Um but there's just there's just something holding me back from pushing Heroic so, over that precipice so to being more than an interim. I say
0: about that. Like I said, I think g 2 face could easily win, just as I could very easily see Vitality to some degree bottom it. At the same time, I've also I, interview, I interviewed Dupree back in Cairo. I interviewed Dupree today, and I interviewed Spinks a few days ago. Back in Cairo, the one thing that really stuck out to me with Dupree was that he said the the most important thing for us this year is Paris. We mm-hmm. have a long term plan. We are like
1: the teams built to win Paris. he was
0: like everything that happened here is okay. We are on track. This is after Liquid. He was like we are on track. We've still got a long way to go. We are on track. We will peak in Paris. Spinks said in that interview the other day, we did not peak at Rio. We are almost there. right? Today, Dupree said, I can't tell you 100% if we didn't peak in Rio, but you've seen it before, probably reference in Astralis, a peak in last months. Mm-hmm. So even if they did, even if they didn't, these Vitality players, and Zylo as well, when I spoke to him as well today, these Vitality players have so much belief in whatever the fuck this plan was they made, and it seems to have worked so well so far yeah,
1: they'd be heroic in the final as well they've done it before
0: they very easily could win this major and I actually think as much as it fucking pains me to say because I kind of want to see some French people cry just <laughs> poor from um, me
1: Poor from you Poor from me.
0: I I think if it's not heroic it will be them but that also does kind of make me happy because I'm pre 5 majors, and I could tell from
1: earlier that would really mean a lot to him. Yeah, yeah, I mean. He looked
0: giddy when he was talking
1: about that. Yeah, it's the possibility of it, right? And I think that would also be beautiful, honestly. Just for pure narrative, Dupree's my boy, obviously. As I mean, much as the... I've called for his head, he's still my boy. I
0: literally
1: thought you were Dupree for like three years. Yeah, seconds. yeah, those were the days, honestly. Before we uh, knew what each other looked like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's. But back to Heroic, I just, I can I can see so many storylines of G2 phase finals, all of this. Nico final. I can't Heroic see, I can't see Heroic not just losing to themselves again. And I, I really hope they prove me wrong, but I I don't think anyone it's can say anything that will convince me otherwise at this point. It's
0: the last thing, and I think this will become the big storyline, if they do. Kind of similar to rain last year, especially getting the MVP, uh. one. Is mm-hmm. it's Nico final chance, it's Cyber final chance,
1: Cadian and Stan if, final chance?
0: Cadian, like fuck that, fuck their final chance.
1: Let's
0: not pretend like they had chances before they got to one major final.
1: But I
0: don't even think people, uh, yeah, it was a chance, but I don't think people were looking at it like you know, they don't have a Nico as i they're not that. I think, and I think it's. One of the things that actually allowed Carrigan and Rain to win that major last year is and it will be the extra bit of motivation it gives Cadian. Think about where Cadian's been in his career. Literally fucked up Denmark. They wanted nothing to do with him. He was working as a fucking analyst when he should have been on the up. He goes to NA. Like <laughs> goes to NA. Does really well in NA, gets to North <laughs> and it, we don't need to talk about that time yeah. and he has grinded this way that like just having a last chance I don't know if that's enough for some of these players especially as I talking to him Nico I think it's slightly different I also spoke to him today Nico I think he's feeling more the last chance I don't think he wants to be another guardian for instance I think for Cadian this this redemption arc this climb back up the mountain I've not like I don't think I've ever have had the chance to interview him yet. I yeah. think that's going to be the main thing on his mind, and I think, unlike maybe Stan, maybe Shush, you know, we've said they will drop off. I think that's going to be the main thing on Katie's mind, and I think we probably will see a J. Yeah. He's the
1: protagonist. He the protagonist.
0: He's and the protagonist. He always protagonist.
1: has been. Yes, I just didn't know it yet. Times,
0: thought he was the antagonist because he's very loud. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah there's lots there's lots of angles on Cadian and it's and I just I just choose to see him as the IGL he is I think he's he's built a system like no one else has and you can never take that away from him no and I really fucking hope that he wins this major
0: me too and seeing as this episode is being titled will Hero win the major is it yes it is
1: it's we not do. good for SEO that
0: no it's not but who gives a fuck YouTube Heroic in my eyes will win the Major you said they won't but what I (laughs) will say is we both both really fucking want them too
1: (laughs) yes best CSGO team last CSGO Major please make it happen
0: yeah and on that note I think that's everything from us at least in this episode Mm. maybe in Paris maybe we'll we'll do one more I've kind of enjoyed this setup. I feel like we should do one more while we're here maybe if it's nothing to do with the Major um, we'll see um, but guys thank you so much for watching um, Paris is going to be fucking great it's been great so far it's the final CSGO Major um, oh, good narrative sorry <laughs> <I> fucking bastard <passed>. but <laughs> like yeah. it, whoever fucking wins God I hope it's heroic, there's a lot of narratives, a lot of teams we could talk about, I think the main thing is that we all just fucking have a good time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we hope this has added to anyone's enjoyment, because we just chat a bunch of shit, so um, on brand, stick around, there'll be more shit being chat, we've got a lot of interviews coming your guys way, we've already got one with Kraz now, and fuck knows, like, NAF's coming, East one, done one, Rain, we did Rain today, that was cool, that was
1: really
0: nice, Mm -hmm. B had a cool one with us, Um, so yeah, we've got a lot of content coming,
1: nice, peace.